Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, everybody? Oh. And welcome back to No Other Pod. Yes. Recorded from the home city of the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. What's up, y'all? That's Dan. I'm Jimmy. Dan, how are you feeling? You still riding that high? That was my air horn. People still doing air horns with their yeah. mouths these days? Maybe. People still do that. I think it's a cool <laughs> thing to do. Uh, <laughs> or totally douchey, whatever. Call me whatever you want. Because we're champions, man. And uh, this wasn't a Chiefs podcast, but it could be right now. Because we're still in preseason. Man, that was a hell of a game. It was. Um, and I, 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 there's times like these where I'm like, man, I kind of wish we had a football podcast as well. Because <laughs> I, could, I could talk about it, man. It was, it's just magical. And I know you haven't been a Chiefs fan as long as I have in, in my life. But uh, it's good times, man. It feels good. I'm, I know everyone in this city is damn happy. Yeah, I did not grow up a Chiefs fan. Obviously, I am not from Kansas City originally. Um, I do have a brother who's a Chiefs fan, and I got a, a couple of cousins and an uncle who have been lifelong big Chiefs fans. So yeah. I've been like tangentially aware of the Chiefs my whole. I mean, obviously aware, but like tangentially paying attention to the Chiefs my whole life. I am a Packers fan, so yes, I was a little sad that the Packers didn't make it, but I root for the Chiefs as long as they're not playing the Packers. So I was hardcore pulling for the Chiefs. Got a little sad the first three quarters, but man, Mahomes unlike anyone else pulled it, it just, out it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense man I, you just think about it and i i i get down real fast and i kudos to you out there if you're a a very positive person and you're like ah <laughs> fourth quarter we're down by 10 or whatever it was we got them exactly where we want them uh, no that was not me i'm like no right. okay okay can't he hey he can't hold up to the hype he can't he can't stay in the super bowl pressure and that's okay because that was going to be the headline all over the city. You know that. Yeah, and it would have been dumb. I mean, dude's 24 sure. in his second full year of a, as a starter. but Yes, he's 24, but then was out there doing 34-year-old things. Yeah. I mean, he's doing Tom Brady shit, dude. John Elway shit. That's fun, man. It's, it's just nuts. It was fun, and I think there was a lot of tears. And uh, it's just cool, man. And, and you know what? Now that football's gone, we can focus all our attention on mother effing sporting Kansas City. <laughs> it, I, I did want to just, it was funny. You were like, people were saying they're right where they want them. And I think Joe Buck even said that on the podcast or on yeah. the, uh, the, the broadcast. He did. He, he was like, Chiefs got them right where they want it. And I just love Trey and being like, I don't know if this is really right where they want them, That's but they're true. certainly not counted out. When Troy, when Troy said that, I was like, shut the fuck up, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool, man. I'm just, I'm happy for Andy Reid. I'm ha- oh, happy yeah. for for Patrick Mahomes not happy for FC Dallas because I see you trying to claim this because Clark Hunt's your owner (laughs) yeah back up off it this ain't for Dallas Clark Hunt's a a part owner he's not like the main one isn't Dan Hunt the main one yeah the Hunt family but like like, I'm like get out of here FC Dallas that ain't you yeah this is this is not for for FC Dallas (laughs) y'all y'all can stay the hell away from the Chiefs Super Bowl right so 
it's just pretty cool. And it's cool to see, I know we've talked about this for Sporting KC, like how much the city like rallies around the team and how much like the team really means to the city. This was the same thing that happened with the Royals in 2015 and 2014. Uh, But it kind of happened again with the Chiefs. Like, it's just so cool to see the entire KC Metro come together and, like, rally for a cause. And, like, I don't know what was happening in your neighborhood, but but fireworks were going off after every yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs touchdown. When, the uh, dogs didn't like that. Yeah, and then when, when they won, more fireworks honking, screaming, people dancing in the streets. It was pretty yeah, cool. I didn't look outside at that, but uh, I, I was just... I was a little sore after playing my own soccer game earlier in the day. So I was like, I'm not going to get up and jump around. I'm going to stay reclined. Yeah. But, uh, dude, what, how cool would it be, one, to have season tickets to the Chiefs and be picked out of their lottery to buy semi-affordable tickets to the Super Bowl? Right, at face value. That'd be cool. But I don't think everyone's allowed to go to the Super Bowl because from all the videos, all the photos I see, uh, you have to be rich and you have to be white. <laughs> <laughs> well i think what the average ticket price that was available because like you unless like you said you know somebody or you win a season ticket holder lottery you're not getting face value tickets and i don't even know what face value is but the average ticket for sale on the resale market was like seven and a half thousand dollars per ticket yeah that's that's no good and that's too much you don't think you get semi-affordable tickets from your team's allotment like at like what five hundred dollars or even a thousand i would guess those tickets are probably like yeah 500 750 and yeah. like at that point, even if you're not planning on going, you got to buy them because you just sell them. Yeah, right. You got to do it. So, um, it, but that's all it is. And I've, dude, years, I've never cared about the Super Bowl, man. It's always been like, oh, I can't wait to see so and so shake their ass on the halftime show or all those commercials. Yeah, we I can't all wait know to see the movie trailers. Again. <laughs> yeah, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> all those same white women that were so turned on by adam levine are the same white women that were pissed off by the latinas shaking the bonbons yeah people people gotta relax all right have you yeah. seen hustlers you should see hustlers yeah it's <laughs> hey no but uh where i was going with that i never have cared so much about the super bowl but seeing everybody there i'm just like yo why no why the fuck are you there you you aren't even a fan of the team get out of my super bowl like yeah now well, like claiming it claiming ownership like what why are all these stars there you don't give a shit right i mean it, it was it did seem like this year more than others there were more actual fans of the teams playing in attendance than years past did you hear the chiefs fans you could hear them oh yeah yeah you heard phenomenal. them all game um that was crazy i think they were saying that they were some people were estimating like 65 percent of the stadium was chiefs fans which is right. nice you could hear the, the tomahawk chop, be it racist or not, wherever you stand on that. Yeah. And uh, uh, just home, home of, of the, the Chiefs, Chiefs yeah. after Demi Lovato. And Demi Lovato's probably like, why they do that? Yeah. Don't they know I recovered <laughs> from drug addiction? Why are they doing that? You know. Yeah. I, but uh, It just was really cool to see this. And I mean, you mentioned the celebrities, but like, it is also cool to see some of the celebrities that are like kind of Casey's own, like Paul Rudd, Eric Stone Street, Rob Briggle, who have like kind of stuck sure. with Kansas City for years, and their whole lives. To see them like on the field celebrating was really cool too. So, oh, and in the words of our great president, dude, this is great for Kansas. Great state this of Kansas. This is a huge victory for Kansas. <laughs> Kansas was represented well. They represented the, the, the USA well. Hey, so. I just love it, man. It's the city so nice they named it twice, or or <laughs> a city so great they they had to share two states. You know, yeah, uh, it's awesome, man. It's just it's just cool. And if you if you hated that we just spent seven minutes talking about the Chiefs, you can deal with it. All right, you check yourself. 
this had to be talked about. Well, it does affect Sporting KC some because, you know, the, sure. the Chiefs moved. parade the is, is today on Wednesday. And tonight was supposed to be the season kickoff party for Sporting That's KC. Right. And, and they moved it. And I've seen most people are understanding. I did see a couple sure. people that are like, man, like I had plans Thursday. I, I don't know why you moved it. I'm not a, a, an American football fan, which... You know, but I think you got to understand for most people, this is more than just about the NFL or the Super Bowl. This is like the city coming together for after something for they waited for 50 years for. They're also doing it for their players and and their uh, staff, man. Their their offices are downtown. That's true. You know, they're probably going to close it down and say, hey, go to the parade. Have a good time. Right. So Um, the players are going to want to be there. It's it's, hell. Yeah, man. Especially how much rumor that Post Malone was going to be there. And I'm like. Well, Bitch, you're from New York. Why are you coming? It's because he plays the Sprint Center t- uh, tonight. Oh, does he really? Yeah, because like my bosses had tickets to go to uh, the Post Malone concert. Damn. And, and his uh, his wife works for the Coca Cola distributor, so they're getting a special like pre party to watch the the what? the parade. So I was like, hold up, you're gonna have you're gonna just post up at the Sprint Center, no pun intended. Watch the parade, yeah. just drink for the next seven hours, and then go to a Post Malone concert like. It's not Wait, a chance boss, in hell you're coming in to work on Thursday. Your boss gets great tickets like this? Yeah, because of his wife's Coke job. So Does he ever like offer them to his employees? Uh, he, he's offered a couple of things that I haven't ever been able to go to, but... Yeah. Interesting, interesting. You and me, we're pretty good friends. If, uh, <laughs> if, I, if I got some, man, I'll, I'll hit you up. So. I'm telling you, man, we should go to, go to a thing. I, I don't go there to the Sprint Center nearly enough. Could be fun times. Yeah, but it's cool, but... um. I mean, again, look, we've spent nine minutes on this now, so we'll we'll, we'll move on to things. I'm sure so people good. are wondering what's going on, but hey. Transition. We're still in preseason. It's okay. It is. Congrats to the Chiefs. Congrats to Kansas City. It's oh, awesome. Man. Enjoy Congrats it. to my bank account when I'm buying all that Super Bowl swag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the, I mean, there is a little bit of a sporting tie-in because you see Mahomes and you see Kelsey and you see Tyreek sure. Hill and you see all of them supporting the uh, Sporting KC at Children's Mercy Park. Alan Yo, Polito. I'm just saying. First thing he did was go to a Chiefs playoff game. So, yep, we put out that. Uh, I mean, Polito's the man now. I mean, now he needs to lead us to an MLS Cup this year. All right, let's double up and make this city get crazy twice in one year. Hell yeah. And Which, I, I'm, I'm just saying, man, it's a. Uh, uh, you, we put out a tweet the other day, yep. you know, get Mahomes to the blue hell to lead some chance, man. Super Bowl MVP. And it got about 70 likes. That's pretty good for us. Bring the trophy. That's pretty good. I don't, I don't know if he'd bring the trophy, I'm but saying, how badass would that man, be? Man City brought the Premier League trophy to Children's Mercy Park. They can bring the Lombardi trophy 10 miles to KCK. That's true. They did bring the Premier League trophy, and like there weren't even many people here. So everyone was kind of like, oh, what's this? That was one of my <laughs> first experience with soccer. I was like, I don't know who Manchester City is, but uh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It, it'd, be, uh, it'd be pretty cool. And if it happens, we're taking credit. So just throwing that out there oh hell yeah (laughs) hell yeah but um it's pretty cool man so let's uh let's talk a little bit because like you said a couple times we are in preseason and we've had two preseason games already neither of us streamed but uh apparently four zero is the the hot new scoreline dude i see atlanta united streaming their games and i'm like please tell me we're above atlanta united like why, why what can we do to get a stream why did we stop is it too expensive? Is it too much work? I don't get it. Did we lose someone on the staff that was good at doing that and now no one else knows how to do it? I don't know. Someone let me know. I yeah, miss it. 
I think it probably has to do some of it, at least with like the contracts with the other teams. Like I oh, doubt man. Phoenix Rising wants their trial is streamed. Um, oh, dude, I used to watch it at work. Oh, boss yeah. would come by. I'd throw my phone down real fast. Hey, boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, man. Yeah, I mean, I I hope. Um, I don't know. I hope that these upcoming few games after their like sort of mid preseason break will be streamed in some way, but we'll see. Well. I don't expect to uh, ever win a game by less than four goals. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's apparently the hot new scoreline. 4-0 yep. over the Phoenix Rising Trialists. 4-0 over FC Cincinnati. Uh, we don't have really any highlights or anything, but I can tell you in the first game, Daniel Shallowy scored the first goal, assisted by Alan Polito. And uh, yeah. all they say is Polito gathered a low cross from Luis Martins with his back to the goal, and then the newly signed Mexican striker laid the ball off to Daniel Shallowy, who swept his finish into the bottom corner. Like that? I'll take it. Yeah, man. The whole game, uh, I think academy players were involved in like about every goal. Yeah. And then uh, Gianluca Buzio scored the next two. First one was unassisted. Second one assisted by Tyler Freeman. And then uh, the fourth goal, Wilson Harris, assisted by James Kasich. So... 4-0 over, yes, Phoenix Rising trialist, like, that's expected. But, hey, you know what? Feels good to score. Love seeing Daniel put the first goal in the net. It's a good thing after last 100%. year. 100%. After last year, man, he's he's uh, he's getting excited. He doesn't want to have another year like that. You know, damn well he doesn't want to have another year like that. Right. And then uh, this uh, most recent game, 4-0 against FC Cincinnati on February 1st. Guess who was there for the first goal again? 11th minute, Daniel Shallowy. There you so, go. Two goals, two he's games. He's hungry. He's sniffing it. He, he he wants to earn that spot too, man. He doesn't want Gerso to take that. Yeah, they'll be battling it all season, I think. Guaranteed. So. And that's great, man. I love to see it. Um, that goal from Daniel was assisted by Jalen Lindsay. And then Roger Espinoza had an unassisted goal in the 44th minute. Wilson Harris again, uh, assisted by Graham Smith. And then Johnny Russell scored the fourth goal, assisted by Wilson Harris. So, Wilson Harris balling out. You know, you love to see it. I know it's preseason, and I know it's trialist and FC Cincinnati. You, you might be like, "Oh, but that's an MLS team." Are they? Are they? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, look, we know FC Cincinnati is not good. They might be better than they were last year, but you know, the, the and yes, preseason doesn't really matter that much. We all understand this, but I think we said this last year. I'd rather play well in preseason and play bad even if it doesn't mean sure. that it's indicative of a good season to come it's 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 the best of the options available is play well, well so it gets you used to scoring goals i mean that's a confidence you want to build when your first game is less than a month away my man yeah yeah it's uh it's pretty exciting to see alan Polito already integrating into the team um playing well um, giving assists giving assists so it's pretty cool, and you know we. Are- I like to see that a little more than goals. Sometimes I'm like, oh damn, look at him being selfless. Like, he's not. He's the guy. He's the striker, and yet he's assisting. <laughs> right. Well, and I think that comes. You know, we've heard that he, at times in his career, he's played a little bit farther back, more as almost yeah. a number ten. And and Peter talked about his work rate all over the field. So. I think it's it's to be expected that we're going to see him uh, drop back a little bit. Sometimes we're going to see him laying the ball off. It sounds like we don't have video of this this play, but it sounds like a pretty good hold up play, back to goal, laying it off to Daniel. I love it. So it's awesome. We'll see. Um, we also know that we mentioned this last time while we were recording. It was kind of breaking that it was happening, but it's been official since we last recorded that Sporting KC acquired 25 year old Israeli central midfielder Gadi Kinda. 
from yep. uh, Beitar, Jerusalem. And it's just, I'm, you know, haven't heard much about how, I don't, I'm, I'm not even sure how much he's actually played yet outside of practice, but it's just good to have him before even the first part of preseason is done in camp in Arizona. So I'm excited to see how he integrates into the team as well. So, well, you know, and cool. I just think, uh, you know, I grew up in, in a, in a high school choir boy over here, college choir. And I start thinking like all these Jerusalem themed songs that the cauldron, <laughs> that the cauldron could chant, you know, and I, I don't have any of them at the top of my head, but, uh, you know, just some kind of hymnals or, you know, hymns or whatever. <laughs> um, get on it there. Uh, cauldron creative. Um, I guess Gotti Kinda. I think I read he's going to wear number 17. Um, Peter Vermees describes him as sort of a, a, a central midfielder who plays box to box and has a great engine. Um, he's got good attacking Ooh. qualities in the final third, and his defensive responsibilities are very well ingrained in him. Kind of sounds maybe like that Roger replacement people have been kind of looking for, potentially. Um, he's wearing Roger's old number. He is. Have you seen any of the like video highlights that have been going around YouTube? And Sporting, I think, has even posted some of, of his. Have you seen any of them at all? I think I watched the ones that Sporting posted, yeah. Man, this dude, I, I know he's not like a pure number 10. He's definitely not a striker, but he seems to have some fancy footwork and some ball skills. Like, I mean, yeah. He's got a, a, a bicycle kick um, that, that they showed him scoring. He's He touched the ball around some defenders and, and made them look silly before scoring in another goal. I, I think he's going to be a very interesting addition. Yeah, seem to have a little fire there, man. The, the highlights are... Highlights are what they are. I mean, of course, it's picking the best parts of your game into a nice little video package. But uh, from what there was, it, it was pretty exciting to have him. Yeah, and and you know he's he's a TAM player. Technically, he's on loan with an option to purchase after this year. That's right. I have heard from some people yep. out of Jerusalem that well, <laughs> this might be some <laughs> really just got friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying that this might be more of like a weird MLS roster technicality and that sporting yeah. kc may have actually already paid the fee in full and transfer they call market that the galaxy clause yeah yeah exactly um they're pulling a galaxy and that transfer market already lists the fee as being paid in full which again take with a grain of salt but i i i think that he's essentially transferred and it just for whatever reason had to sort of be a one-year loan and then they'll exercise quote unquote <laughs> the transfer you got pen pals in Jerusalem, man. You're like, I've heard from people <laughs> in Jerusalem. What? Just, What's the time zone like over there? <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Just just throwing out what I've heard. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think it's going to be really interesting to see these new players. And, man, the rumors aren't done. There's still rumors of, of more, more, rumors? S- more center backs coming to Sporting KC. Oh, we want all the center backs. I mean, there's offer that Sporting KC uh, made an offer for uh, – 27-year-old Swiss center back Leo Lacroix. Oh my! So, um, dude, he sounds yeah, he sounds exotic, man. Like Swiss uh, Swiss Army knife is what he sounds like. Yeah, and Swiss then, Superman. <laughs> and then there were reports that uh, Sporting KC was linked to West Ham uh, United uh, defender Winston Reed, who's been coming off some injuries, but he's 31. He's a little bit older, but man, what this tells me is. Sporting KC still looking to solidify that center back spot. Maybe they really are trying to get somebody in to cut bait with Andrea Fontes before that February 28th deadline. Maybe so. Um, also, if you're Beasley, you're kind of like, hey, 
quit uh, quit signing people. All right, <laughs> quit quit signing <laughs> center backs. Okay, I thought I had this. Yeah, I don't think Beasler's job is in jeopardy really at all because I don't think. Any... I don't know, man. He drank a lot of whiskey in that Yule log video over Christmas. <laughs> the thing about... <laughs> it's like an hour That's true. of drinking. That's true. The thing about Beasler though is like he's such a different style of player than any of the other center backs we have because he's much more of of the distributor out of the back. Um, both That's Botond right. and, from what I understand, Roberto Puncech are much more the like <laughs> go forward, like hitman, big body type guy that oh, sort yeah. of like Ike was. Botan will kill you. Um, Andreu didn't really know what he wanted to be, um, so he didn't just really didn't pair well with with anybody. But <laughs> he didn't know who am I? Who am I out here? What's my identity? And Botan's like, get your shit together. Botan's just trying to <laughs> kill people out there, the Hungarian hitman. Oh, yeah. He pushes, man. He's a pusher. Uh, I love him. But I don't know. I, I mean, it's it's interesting to see that Sporting KC may still be trying to bolster this back line. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see what happens, man, because it's uh, a lot of time left to see what kind of movements happen. And uh, that's cool. I didn't know about uh, uh, the West Ham thing you mentioned. I had heard Winston about the Swiss Reed. guy, but yeah. I did not hear about Winston Reed. That's my I mean, European. That's my English <laughs> accent. He's talented when he can stay on the field. The problem is he's just been hurt so much the last couple of years that I think that gives people pause because we're like, well, we already got an overpaid center back who's hurt and isn't that great. So why would we want to replace him with another center back who right. would be hurt? And, you know, so the LaCroix rumors are a little bit more intriguing, but I don't know. Nothing's come of that over the last couple of weeks. So we'll see. I gotcha. But the, uh, the other big news is that even though tonight – is the night the league's supposed to be doing their big jersey reveal, which people are calling uh, a fashion, it's like a fashion show. show. Yeah, but I've heard that the league very much does not want it to be called a fashion show, which is funny because that's exactly what it is. Um, yeah, so why do they have a runway and like models? What's that about? Right. But thanks to uh, a website on the internet, that's how websites work, um, that I, it's in Spanish. I don't, I'm going to butcher the name, todosobrecamisetas.com, oh something like that. Um, Toto, huh? They do a lot of jersey leak, jersey reveal type stuff. They leaked right. all of you the sh- MLS You shared jerseys. this, right? Yeah. So we pretty much know exactly what the new Sporting KC secondary jersey looks like, and I want to hear... how they get a hold of all this? Man, these look all like the MLSshop.com images so so it's someone that works with mls probably yeah and i've seen some other like i had seen some of these leaks not these specific images but i, I had seen some leaks before these came out from from some uh-huh. from one of my sources so i had seen you some talk- of the jerseys. oh your guy talked to you or yeah. woman we don't know yes my, my person i just hadn't <laughs> seen sporting cases officially yet they didn't have it yet but the, i had seen some of the others um so now you've seen it and uh you likey so here's my thing I really like the concept of the polka dots. I think when we saw the first little leak on Alan Polito's Instagram story, I was like, oh, this could be an all-timer. Really like where this is going. My biggest concern was I don't know how this plays into this weird three-stripe shoulder template that Adidas is going to make everybody have. Yeah, it sucks. And that's where this kind of falls apart for me. Is like, man, there's really no good way to integrate the three shoulder stripes with the polka dots and the polka dots that just by nature can't really continue all over the jersey and you got the weird shoulder that's like solid navy within the silver stripes and i feel like it just almost feels unfinished well wait till you see the anthem jacket and it's probably like 
it's probably baller. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. I, I know Adidas said, or there's this narrative going around that like, oh, this is to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the league. Um, well, no one else has a jersey like we do. Right. And, and that's what we try to do, man. We try to be different. And that's true. I just think it could have been so great if this could have been like the France, like women's World Cup away jerseys where it was poking the one everywhere. Is that the one we bought? No, that was the men's away jersey. Oh, okay. We bought the men's. Why the does women fit like a women's? <laughs> the women's <laughs> one uh, is is all white with like navy polka dots all over, and it looked Ooh. really sharp. It's just I don't know. There's something about this that just like I like it as I look from the bottom up, and then I get to the top, and I just kind of cringe a little bit. Like it just gives me like a little tweak, and I don't like it. Yeah, you see those stripes, and it's just different. And but it, it's not different because it's the same. As everyone else's. Now, there's some jerseys that really pulled it off. I, I'm going to hate myself, but I saw Atlanta's and I was like, oh, God damn. I know. You liked Atlanta's. I was like, that's pretty slick. And then, But then I see like LAFC and I'm like, why why'd they get to do black stripes on a black jersey? So you can't even see their stripes. It's like black on black. I'm like, that's the coolest one because the stripes aren't even, you don't even see them. Yeah, that's true. But then I look at like Vancouver's and I'm like, damn. Vancouver has a better SKC jersey than SKC does because <laughs> they got kind of like the the wavy hoops and they got now, the sporting blue like sleeve cuffs and then the sporting blue three stripes that seems better integrated into that design. Wait till you see it on the field. It's probably going to shine and it's going to grow and everyone's going to buy it anyways. Yeah. Um, I do love how for this party they're selling like blind jersey pre-orders and then this leak comes out right. and it's like, damn it, it ain't no blind pre-order. <laughs> yeah. So would you say outside of SKC's is Atlanta your favorite one that you saw? Probably. I did not look at them all. Um, okay. But from the ones I looked at, Atlanta's was, you know, it had a little gold on there. And I'm like, can't go wrong with gold, man. I, Atlanta's trying to be the perennial leader, you know? Yeah. I really like um, Vancouver's. I really like Minnesota's. Um, you know, there's, there's a couple that I think, you know, they did – DC and Colorado actually look pretty good. But then there's some man. I'm like, Cincinnati, what are you doing? Orlando, what are you doing? Like Houston, RSL, these are god awful. So some are good and some are pretty terrible. But you know, that's kind of how MLS jerseys go. So I feel you, man. But I don't know. But the, you know, sporting, as we mentioned, they were gonna have their jersey reveal slash season kickoff party tonight um, after MLS was going to have their their jersey showcase. Um, But, you know, that's not happening anymore tonight because of the Chiefs parade. So it's been moved uh, to to February 6th, Thursday. Um, Same time, same place, 5 to 8.30. Um, It'll just be on Thursday at Children's Mercy Park. So, Yeah, same deal. I'm not sure I'm going to make it out there. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. That's all right. But it's uh, it should be fun. And if you guys make it, uh, shoot us some pictures. Let let us know how it went. It kind of. I mean, the biggest draw for me to something like this is like, man, I want to be one of the first people to see the jersey, and I want to see it in person. Right. It kind of feels anticlimactic to to have a season like i know there's going to be autograph opportunities with sporting players and it'll be the first time you can buy the jersey but like sporting players are pretty accessible as far as 
pro players go anyway and we're down there so much for games and whatnot that it kind of feels like do i really want to go all the way down there to just pay money for food and drinks that's going to be more expensive than it's worth to see a jersey i've already seen just kind of takes the wind out of the sails i think yeah a little bit um so it'll be interesting to see how many they sell you know yeah um I mean, I guess you can, like, play FIFA 20 with the EMLS player Alexander, but I'm like, I don't want to just get smacked by some 17-year-old who can play FIFA infinitely better than I can. <laughs> like That guy is, uh, <laughs> that's my wife's uh, friend's brother, and I'm like, I gotta go play with her brother. Well, that's just weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, it's, I mean, more power to you if you can go, if you can. Like we said, send us pictures. We hope you have a great time. Let us know how it was. Maybe we're totally wrong, and, and, it, and it is an awesome event that we should go to, but um, I probably won't make it from where I am. It's just a pretty far drive, So, but more power to you if you go. Send us pictures. We'll, we'll try to retweet some and, and see what it looks like. Hell yeah. So, um, But yeah, good luck uh, to everybody who's down there, and hope, hope you have a good time. Um, more news that came out is sporting kc has continued to introduce new concession options um yeah we talked about the the potentially vegan and vegetarian options that they've introduced with the beyond burger or some some uh taco options um then they announced that there is a port fonda coming the mexican restaurant but it sounds like it's only in the shield club have you been there I have not, but I've heard it's amazing. I haven't either, but I've hear, heard really good things. It's kind of a bummer that it's only in the Shield Club. So, right, and there's only one location here, right? I think so, yeah. Westport? Yeah, but they also announced five new concession stand concepts uh, for Children's Mercy Park recently. The Brat and Brow, which is like a German brat stand at Section 101, so probably not going to be very vegetarian or vegan friendly because <laughs> it's brats it's nachos it's giant pretzels with cheese um there is kicking chicken which is going to be chicken and curly fries chicken tenders chicken basket again you know they do have curly fries and fried pickle chips so potentially vegan there depending uh, on how they yeah, do it depending on how they fry them man they always feel like they need to fry things with eggs why yeah. do you got to do it or if they fry them in the same oil as the chicken tenders, that's not going to work. Um, then there is World's Kitchen. So here you go. Yeah, you, you got an option there. You got falafel. Falafel bowl, and you got kimchi curry tots. So I don't know what kimchi is. It's like the the Korean like spicy cabbage topping. Oh, interesting. Uh, um, and then the chicken curry bowl and wrap. Uh, the market grab and go marketplace which is interesting sub sandwiches wraps salads protein boxes that that's that's new i kind of like that it's kind of a grab and go place okay and then the last one el capitan they got nachos supreme uh, street tacos um which they say they have a, a vegetable street taco that you can order so there you go um okay empanadas taquitos churros and, and uh azul margarita so they said new pretty concession cool, options, and, and they're following through. I, I hope everyone's excited about them. I think it's pretty cool. 
Um, it is pretty cool. I myself am not vegan or vegetarian, nothing against it. I like the food that I've tried, but I am happy for people like you or other people who are vegan or vegetarian that there are more options seemingly coming out, whether it be the vegetable tacos, hopefully vegetable empanadas, vegetable or vegan wraps, falafel, that sort of stuff. So pretty cool. Nice. But have you ever had a good vegan meal at Children's Mercy Park? Uh, not a good meal. No, I mean I've had I've had the falafel when it was there at one of their carts. Okay, but that's really about all that they've ever really had outside of like French fries, right? Yeah, outside of French fries, and uh, just you can take chips. a chance on the popcorn. <laughs> maybe you you don't know what they what they what kind of butter they put on there. You know, like you know AMC theaters popcorn butter is vegan. I, I mean, I guess I never thought about it, but that's cool. Yeah, it's just like a butter flavored oil, which give me those chemicals. Is like, it's actually Spanish for you will shit your pants tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots lots of chemicals, but hey, it's, it's delicioso. Yeah. So. I guess. Um, pretty cool stuff. Um, yeah, that, I mean, this was one of the questions. Um, Diamond Club SC, the one of the Arkansas-based supporters groups, asked right, our right. thoughts about the concession enhancements to CMP. So I like to see them I trying. I it, man. It's, it's good, dude. It's a good little refresh. Um, otherwise things get stagnant you got to do that every once in a while you know yeah this was one of the things that you know i think we've discussed before jake reed has plenty of flaws as a team president he's often accused of not really listening to fan feedback but this is one of those instances where i think the club deserves some credit now granted we haven't tried the food yet maybe it's all shit but (laughs) i think the club deserves some credit for trying to enhance the food options at the park because it was definitely lacking compared to what some other pro teams are doing. So hopefully it's better. So we'll see. For sure. I'm excited about it. Um, the other question we got, uh, Drake Ewing um, said, how does it feel to be a Packers fan? Well, thanks Drake. Uh, but cool. at, you know, he also wanted to know what, what our thoughts were on the kit. So we definitely already addressed that, but um, thank you, Drake for that. Um I do also want to give a shout out to uh, one of our pod listeners, uh, Natasha. She sent us a great long email. She's she's been one of our longtime listeners, um, and and she was basically just giving some feedback on, on on the kit herself. So I just wanted to give her a little shout out. Um, she basically said that she thought that the the polka dot design is a nod to past with you know a recent flavor from fashion forward uh, thinking she mentioned the france women's world cup jersey um she asks, you know do you guys really think adidas was trying to mark 25 years of mls or are they just marking their territory i i think honestly i think the 25 years of mls thing is just an excuse to try something different i don't see how this weird three shoulder thing has anything to do with 25 years of mls does that make any sort of sense to you at all? Yeah, a little bit. Like, I don't, what, I mean, they already have the tw- special 25-year crest for MLS, so wouldn't it make yeah, more true. sense to just put that on the jerseys rather than having this weird giant three-shoulder thing? Right. It's just, uh, yeah, I don't know why they like, got to stamp their seal all over the damn thing, but uh, I don't know, man. It's just, in a, in a, in a league where, teams get creative control over their jerseys and and can have a little fun with it just to slap those three stripes on the shoulder on on everyone's jersey just seems just seems wrong yeah i'd be curious maybe we have to have a follow-up pod with chad the designer sometime to see look you've probably started designing this jersey with the polka dots a while ago 
when did you find out that they were going to have this weird three-stripe shoulder template and how did that affect your design process and did it change what the end design looked like at all? Because I'd be curious. Man, might need to get him uh, get him back on the pod. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And if we can't get him on the pod, I'll at least get an answer from him. Shoot right. him an email or something, see, see if we can ask that question because I, I definitely would be curious. Hell yeah. But uh, thank you, Natasha, for the email. Um, if anybody else ever wants to email us, nootherpod at gmail.com. Feel free to uh, send us an email and we'll read it on air. A um, couple other news and notes regarding Sporting KC. They've loaned goalkeeper Eric Dick to USL Championship Club Phoenix Rising FC. Um, do you find it interesting at all that Eric Dick is going to Phoenix Rising instead of down to Sporting Kansas City 2? That's weird, right? What, what What's the point of that? Like, do they get money for doing that? Uh, probably yes, a, a small amount. But, you know, maybe they're thinking, okay, um, we'll have Eric Dick. I don't know. Maybe there's there's another keeper. There's probably a couple keepers they, they want to get minutes for, I guess. And they think, okay, you know, we'll have Eric Dick go to Phoenix Rising. They'll give Sporting KC2 the opportunity to play some of these other academy keepers. So that's the only thing I can think of. It's just kind of funny that like you have your own USL championship team to get people minutes, and now you're loaning players to other teams. So, right. I don't know. Kind of weird. But one other person that is back in the Sporting KC mix, though, is the answer, Jacob Peterson. He's returning He's back, man, as a member of the television broadcast team. How cool is that? You excited for this, right? I'm excited. A little bit. I mean, it's it's. I mean, he wants to be here, man, in some way, shape, or form. He he likes the city, and that there we go. The rest is history. He he gets to uh, stick around, man. And I think it's it's kind of interesting that uh, oh, you know, Matt Lawrence left. I, I I liked him, but I think he had his I think he had his toes dipped in a lot of other pools. You know, he did, and he also didn't live in Kansas City. My understanding is he lived in New York and would fly to Kansas City for every Sporting KC home game. Yeah, that could get expensive. So, and the club's probably paying for that. And and look, he you know he he was fine with with uh, with Nate, but I think it'll be nice to have somebody like Jacob Peterson, who always had a pretty good fun personality, to be back in the mix doing color commentary, who played for the club, who knows the ins and out of Peter Vermees' system alongside Nate and Carter. So right. pretty fun. I'm excited. Um, I do know Jacob Peterson has blocked a couple of sporting KC reporters on Twitter. I am not one of them, but why, why has he done that? I don't know. Like Daniel Sperry. I know he's blocked him. Um, and Daniel didn't ever do anything. Didn't ever tweet. Him. So <laughs> poor, what the hell? feel bad for Daniel. Uh, I do Daniel. think, I do think he's blocked with the blue Testament that I am affiliated with. Cause I think there were some articles from the blue Testament that were a little critical of Jake Peterson that he didn't love. Okay. But he blocked the blue Testament. So <laughs> <laughs> just, if I ever meet him, I'll have to let him know that I was not involved. Yeah, I mean, if you could be like, hey, uh, you know, get get to the bottom of that. Like, why? Like, maybe he knows right away. He's like, oh, they're being dicks. <laughs> maybe. I guess. I don't know. Um, I'll at least try to get, get Daniel unblocked. He didn't do anything. The other Daniel Sperry, like, he didn't do anything. Why he blocked? Um, right. So, yeah, and then the last uh, little bit of uh, Sporting KC news, I guess, is there there have been some more jersey number updates. Um 
most notably of which is, I guess, Felipe Gutierrez will switch from number 21 to number 10. Now that that's no longer taken by Benny and Johan. So that's kind of interesting. Um, Felipe Hernandez is switching to number 21. And then uh, Amadou Dia is going to wear number 13. We mentioned Gadi Kinda will wear Rogers' old number 17. And Gianluca Buzio will switch from number 13 to Rogers' other old number 27. So some okay. updates there for you. Um, I guess Felipe switching to the number 10 means we're not getting another center attacking midfielder coming in this transfer window or anytime soon. So <laughs> probably read those tea leaves that way. That's kind of what it's yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But that's okay. I mean, I think with the uh, with Gadi Kinda, I think there's there's an interesting mix of midfielders here that are at play. Um, between Felipe, Roger, Kinda, Ilya, and Buzio, and then Juan Cousin, Lil Kuz. Um, I think there's there's going to be some interesting balance that Peter has to find as far as playing time. Yes, absolutely. So. Uh, one other thing I meant to mention this at the top but as I'm kind of closing out our Sporting KC segment did you see the Paul Carr tweet talking about Kansas City in professional sports we are the only city in the Super Bowl era to have professional teams win two Super Bowls two World Series championships and two MLS Cups I did see that and uh, that should make us feel pretty good just kind of cool and hopefully we'll add more mls cups more soccer trophies this year um but i just wanted to kind of mention that before we move into a couple other news and notes about the rest of the league but um is there anything else sporting kc related you want to touch on for for our good listeners before we just kind of wrap up this week with some league-wide news nah man that's pretty good for uh for sporting news that's uh let's see they come they come back or they, they are back and they uh We'll be going back to preseason this weekend, I think. I think you're right. A couple yeah. more friendlies and then come back to train a little more and, and then it's season starting. You are correct. We're getting there. We're going to have real live MLS regular season soccer this month, y'all. This yeah, man. month. That's crazy. So February 29th in Vancouver. Uh, all right. A couple of news and notes from around the league. A lot of people keeping an eye on the, the collective bargaining agreement negotiations, the CBA. Um, the league and the Players Association did announce last week that they were going to extend the current CBA through February 7th. So that's just um, a couple days away now. But for me, I take that as a good sign that like, okay, we're, we're moving toward further good faith negotiations and we think something might get done we're maybe not headed toward a work stoppage because i feel like if they were really far apart they wouldn't extend it by a week they would just be like nope we're gonna go on strike now try to prove a point so i don't know if that makes sense but it does you think uh i mean they'll come to an agreement right i mean we're not worried about that from what i understand these negotiations haven't been as contentious as they have been in years past um they're they're working toward a productive solution if there does end up being a work stoppage everything that i've indicated or i've read or heard has sort of indicated it'll probably be very brief and probably will not affect regular season games may not even affect any preseason games for sporting kc it would just be a little bit of lost training time but i don't think we're headed to like a big problem here which is good because i need mls back in my life 
Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, but that's just that little update there. Um, the other just updates I kind of wanted to mention was I'm not going to go through every single player acquisition or trade or whatnot that's been made over the last couple weeks around the league because there have been quite a few. But there were just a few that I wanted to highlight just because they're a little bit noteworthy. Um, defending champion Seattle Sounders have acquired a new designated player midfielder, Jao Paolo. Um, I don't know much about him other than he's a 28-year-old central midfielder and he's a designated player. But anytime the defending champions bring back most of their team and add another designated player, it gives me a little bit pause. So, you know, we'll see. Um, Portland Timbers also added a designated player uh, of a forward Jaroslav Niesgoda from Ligia Warsaw so again don't know much about him but he is a designated player Columbus Crew they claimed Fernando Adi uh, off of waivers so he returns to um, playing for Caleb Porter Julian Gressel was uh, traded to the chagrin of Atlanta United fans everywhere to DC United for up to, I think, more than a million dollars. So that's a pretty big deal. And then lastly, the big one, uh, LA Galaxy. I think this might have happened right before we recorded our last one, but I don't know how much we talked about it. Officially signed Javier Chitarito Hernandez. So those yeah, are. Yeah, that guy. That's a, <laughs> it's a pretty big deal. Those are the big er moves um, over the last couple weeks. I mean, Javier Chicharito Hernandez, uh, he's obviously the, the, the biggest one. Um, what, what are your thoughts on, on that one? And do any of the others, I know it's hard because we don't really know anything about the other guys except maybe Fernando Adi um, and Julian Gressel, but do any of those other moves stand out to you at all? Or, or is Chicharito really the one that just grabs your attention? I mean, Chicharito's the biggest one, right? By far. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, not much else to say about it. I mean, he's... He's 31. He's Mexico's all-time leading scorer. He's going to bring a lot of fans, uh, particularly in the L.A. market, uh, two games. Uh, the Houston Dynamo are already marketing Chicharito's first game in Houston as opposed to, hey, come see your own team play. They're marketing the other team's player. We also know FC Dallas did, the did. Same. That was Laten. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Dallas did. So, um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um, I think he'll be great. I don't know that he'll be like MVP caliber, but I think he'll be very good. Um, he'll help them be better than they were. I think he'll be he'll fit better than Zlatan, but you know their defense still is a little questionable. They signed a, a couple new defenders, but we'll see. Um, the other move that I just think is really interesting is Atlanta United moving uh, away from from Julian Gressel, uh, mostly because it made their fans so mad, and that made me happy. So, okay. All right. <laughs> um, I think it's a good move for DC, and, and I just really enjoyed seeing Atlanta fans melt down the first time they see a player that they like go away. Um, they were kind of happy for Almiron, even though they didn't want him to leave. They're like, oh, you know, $28 million. We sold him to Premier League. That makes sense. When you're trading a fan favorite who's pretty good to another MLS team for maybe a million dollars. I mean, it's kind of like what happened with Dom Dwyer. A lot of people in Kansas City were kind of mad when it happened, even though it was probably good business sense. So, just kind of True, an man. interesting move. They, uh, it, it took a lot. It took a little bit for Dom to grow on us, me included, man. I wasn't, I wasn't sold on it right away. On the trade, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I don't think you'd find anybody 
in Kansas City who would look at the amount of money we got for that and how Dom has played since then and been like, oh, man, we shouldn't have done that. So I think it worked out particularly for Kansas City. If Dom's happy, great for him. Orlando City made some subpar choices in, in their short time. But I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much all I got uh, for for this week, man. You anything else that, that we should share to our listeners? Oh, that's kind of it, man. That's uh, again, if you guys are heading out to that uh, season kickoff party, you know, take some pictures, uh, uh, get some autographs. You know, let us let us know how it was. Sounds could be a good time. If you got that jersey, send us a selfie, man. Yes. Please do. Maybe it looks maybe it looks better on someone than it does uh, on a picture. Who knows? Yeah, kind of curious to see what that material looks like because in the picture yes. it looks looks kind of interesting. Right. So. Give us a give us a rundown. Give us a YouTube unboxing segment if you will. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think we're gonna take another week off next week and then we're back full time, man, because the season's gonna rock and roll. Yep. Yep. The team's gonna be taking uh, this weekend off, so so we'll take the next week off as well. But like you said, back full-time, ready to rock and roll ahead of the 2020 MLS season uh, following that. So pretty exciting stuff, man. Can't wait. It is. It's time, man. No, And we promise uh, probably no more Chiefs talk unless something crazy happens at the parade or something. But uh, it's a good time to be a Chiefs fan. Travis Kelsey is almost definitely going to do something crazy at the parade. Yeah, he's probably going to get naked or something or chug some beers <laughs> do you see what he posted on his instagram on uh on tuesday night he had yes wasn't he drinking like a like a luge off the lombardi yep. cup he had the lombardi trophy and was just pouring a beard down the trophy cup. into his mouth and it was just peak travis kelsey yeah and he said like he's been a hockey fan forever and he uh had always wanted to drink out of the stanley cup and yeah. this thing ain't got no cup <laughs> right so um yeah, it's just pretty cool. I saw Andy Reid. First thing he did when he got back to Kansas City was go to Q39 and get some burn ends. Uh, so I was going to say, first thing I'd do is take a freaking nap. I can't imagine yeah. how exhausted everyone is. Oh, I know. I mean, Mahomes had to go to Disney World the next day and then fly here and oh, then do yeah. a parade tomorrow. And He went straight to Disney. Now, that's, that takes some effort. I mean, you got to get some good rest the night before. <laughs> you better get your walking shoes on. Yeah. Not to mention, uh, your cheeks are about to hurt because you're about to smile in so many photos with people at disney right so oh man chewbacca's next to him it's crazy (laughs) he's wearing a jedi robe yeah Uh, (laughs) jedi mahomes oh i love it anyway guys thank you so much for for sticking with us throughout this off season and 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 listening to uh to our rants and rambles um make sure you follow us on twitter at no other pod at dan kuzer at jcmax03 like us on facebook facebook.com slash no other pod shoot us an email no other pod at gmail.com and leave us those five star ratings and reviews wherever you listen to your uh your podcasts particularly on apple Podcasts if you do and uh yeah we'll be back in a couple weeks talking more sporting kc but until then he's dan i'm jimmy we'll catch y'all later see ya jimmy's got sources in jerusalem For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. 
and the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.